Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com, coming to you live from COG Studios on Thursday, September 19th, ahead of the LA Galaxy's matchup this weekend with the Montreal Impact. We're going to talk about that game, get you ready for that, clean up some things from that big 7-2 win over Sporting Kansas City. Then we have a golden boot race to fill all golden boot races. We're going to talk about that. Zlatan Ibrahimovic in the hunt there, MLS. MVP in the hunt for Zlatan Ibrahimovic as well. Um, so lots of nominations to talk about in terms of those postseason awards that are going to be given out here uh, very shortly. So we'll do that. And then, of course, like we said, getting you ready for Montreal, telling you what games to watch. Just an absolute packed show on a Thursday night with just four games left here for the LA Galaxy in 2019. And then the playoffs. If we're going to be positive on the outlook, the playoffs are coming. So Galaxy uh, cruising up, ready to do that. All right. To help me tonight in the studio back once again, it is the man, the legend, the hammer, the Portuguese hammer, Mr. Eric Vieira. How's it going, buddy? It's going very well. I'm happy to be here. With that lengthy intro that you had, you buried the lead. Which is? You didn't let our listeners know. We are 1,426 on the iTunes sports charts. Wow. I mean, we are just tearing it up. We're almost in the top. I I mean, I, I brought the... The, the, the El Silencio, Mezcal, right. Espadín. We're celebrating here. We're 1426. We right. finally did it. We did we it. We made it. It's a collective effort. Shout out to you, Josh. Shout out to all the listeners. We couldn't have done it without you. 1426. Big moment for all of us big, today. A huge moment. I mean, when you think of when, when you try to put that in perspective, there are only four hundred, four, what, 1,425 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> other podcasts that are better than us. Yeah, I mean, that's you it. can barely fill up a high school auditorium Absolutely. with that number. Yeah, that's a G2 attendance game you that, know, is that too soon for that joke it was probably okay. <laughs> I, th- I think that might be a little right. bit more than the right. g2 usually gets <laughs> uh if we're going there but no um you know a lot of uh a lot of uh, uh of hard work i think both of us there for that oh, one right it's, I mean, it's mostly on. you let's let's, <laughs> not, let's <laughs> not i'm not kidding i'm not kidding anyone here so uh, w- well done congrats to you what what you didn't point out though is that like you know we're like top uh like 200 in cambodia or something yeah, like that well yeah saudi arabia and vietnam we're we're, we're big we're big we're big we're heading there I don't. I don't know why. <laughs> live show. No, yeah. Who who knows why? Don't. Yeah, it's the live show. That's we're, what it is. We're gonna go lo- on location in uh, Abu Dhabi. I think <laughs> that'll be our next our next goal. If if I come to Abu Dhabi, can I stay with you? <laughs> listen. Um, yeah. Listen. You know, buy the shirt. Yes. You know, we, those funds <laughs> will go directly first cra- class air travel to you know Dubai, and, and we'll make it happen. Okay. We, we, real quickly, let's talk about the yeah, shirts. About let's do it. about forty sold, by the way. Which well um, done. Which gives us some some pretty good uh, some cash to put in. Actually, all the cash just just went to go like buy new stickers really that's what it is (laughs) um so that's that's what we're having and if you've been paying attention to our instagram at galaxy podcast or at galaxy profile um then you have seen the new cartoon that we got uh, released of of yours and i truly i mean it's a beautiful rendering yeah it is it is oscar uh, oscar rosales did this for us i know you've seen him at galaxy art fire on uh, instagram he does a great job so whenever i saw some of the stuff he has been putting out um like his you know ramon alessandrini or his zlatan ibrahimovic or or zlatan you know kicking yeah. away uh latif latif blessing and, and the stickers and that type of thing yeah carlos vela crying carlos you know, vela crying carlos vela crying with, with a goat with the chivas goat oh. i mean he, the man has been killing it so you know 
all these renderings have just been fantastic. You know, great stickers. You know, he had a Cienfuegos one that he released this weekend. Uh, Carlos Ruiz. So, you know, the man's on fire. He is. He is. Uh, he is uh, amazing. So we want to point you to him if you want to uh, purchase any of his stickers and let you know that the cartoon you see uh, on some of our branding that you see either on Instagram or if you're watching on the live show uh, that's on the screen and, and something that will now be a part of this show. Um, if you want to do any of that, uh, you know, you we're going to have those stickers for sale here shortly. We actually ordered them. So as soon as they start to come in, I'll put them out and, uh, and you guys can purchase them. But you want to go check out Oscar stuff as well. And again, I just want to remind you at Galaxy Art Fire on Instagram. He has a bunch of great stuff on there. Uh, we're at currently on his page right now. Which, well, of ooh, course. Why not? We're a big deal. <laughs> um, so he's on there. But like you said, you know, Jonathan Dos Santos is in there. Carlos Ruiz. Uh, Fish is there. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's a it's a lot of uh, a lot of good stuff. Cienfuegos, um, Roman Alessandrini. And then he also has another page as well. And that one he wanted me to plug as well as at Blinkies, B-L-E-E-N-K-I-E-S-1. All right, so you can go follow him there for some of his other art that he does because yeah. he doesn't just uh, yeah, non-galaxy do, related do art do galaxy stuff, yeah. but his galaxy stuff is uh, is fire. But it's all good. Yeah. Well, are you? You're gonna this this. You know that's why we're fourteen twenty six because know, we're, we're, because of we're, bad puns we're getting like in that. Touch with the, with the millennials. You know that's this good. is fire, straight fire, homeboys. That's right. No so, one says homeboys no, anymore, but, right? No, I don't. <laughs> you're, you're asking me. I, do, I feel like I'm getting more and more out of touch with everything. People tweet me things, and I have to like look them up on Google all the nice. time. So, anyway. Good times. All right. Uh, so we get through uh, the LA Galaxy um, with that 7-2 victory over Sporting Kansas City, which is great. It's what you want to see. Um, but there were some things that we needed to clean up from that. There is big news around that, or at least some news. There's more records that the LA Galaxy set that night, and it took MLS and everybody a while to sort of flesh yeah. them all out. <laughs> I was going to say, I think the Galaxy took a while to figure it out. I think they were they were posting things on, on their social media, you know, of the records being broken, but they had to update some of those as the game was happening. I mean, we, we, some, we some of us called this a must win, uh, <laughs> but when they won, it was like, wait, no one was expecting seven to two. I mean, that was just an outrageous scoreline. Uh, you look at the stats and you say, uh, it doesn't look like it was a, too much of a lopsided victory, but I think you mentioned it on Monday's show, efficiency, you know, er, everything that just happened to bounce right. You know, there's been a lot of games where, uh, you know, a post here, you know, just wide, a goalie coming up big, and the Galaxy really didn't benefit from those. And this is the game. It's almost like they used all their credits. Everything cashed in in this game. Yeah, it uh, it, it feels like that. Every and all, a half. All the bounces went to, well, that's, and that's sort of where we go. Yeah. All right, so let's go over some of these records, just so that way you can tell all your friends, and so we can sort of put into perspective what actually... Well, we all witnessed on uh, on Sunday night. Um, by the way, my, one of my rowing coaches is a big Galaxy fan. Actually, uh, him and his girlfriend go st- uh, stand with uh, ACB all the time, and so we didn't say, know you have to row to yes. stand with him because that's that's a workout in itself. He's a, he's a he's a he's a beast. Um, so Brian, what's up? Uh, thanks for thanks for rowing with me, buddy. All right, uh, the seven. He he was like seven goals, man. Whenever I came into workout on yeah. Wednesday night, he's like seven goals. He goes, I didn't know what I was seeing. I'm like, yeah. not most of us didn't. <laughs> so uh, the seven goals from the Galaxy marked the eighth time in league history where a team has scored seven or more goals in a game. The Galaxy have done it on three occasions with no other team doing it more than once. The Galaxy did it twice, actually, within 29 days of each other in 1998. 8-1 victory over FC Dallas and a 7-4 victory over the Colorado Rapids. And then, of course, they did it in 2019. So uh, the Galaxy hold the MLS record with the biggest margin of victory, I think, and the most goals score, 8-1 victory at FC Dallas in 1998. I think we talked about this a few shows ago. If you're looking at any record 
in MLS history, you're going to find the Galaxy somewhere on that list. So when you talk about most goals scored in the game, I was not shocked to see. Uh, when you first sent me that, you, uh, you sent me the graphic via text, and I thought it was just the LA Galaxy scores, and I said, oh, no, this is league-wide. They just happen to have you know more than one entry in that case. Uh, this is the third time this season a team has netted seven goals in one game, the most in a single year in MLS history. That's of course, nice. the second busiest year was in 1998 when the Galaxy did it twice. <laughs> um, so, so again, a, a little gap between that. Uh, somebody also mentioned it's the biggest gap ever between seven or more goal games uh, because the Galaxy are the only ones that okay. have done it. So it's 29 days. <laughs> they was did the, it to was themselves. The biggest, yeah. And then they did however many days it is in between the other ones. So um, that's how it is. Uh, okay, this is, this is interesting. For the first time ever, a team conceded the opening goal, then went on to score seven goals in a game. Remember, Sporting Kansas City yeah, scored, scored first. first. Uh, this was a 1-1 game at halftime. The Galaxy scored seven uninterrupted goals. There we go. Um, I like the phrasing there. You have to... This yeah. is all specific little <laughs> things. The funny thing, they were down a goal, and technically Zlatan missed a penalty. He did. He missed a penalty, and that... that the fact that he was able to put away shows what a pro he is, but you know, things don't bounce your way. Well, we can be looking at a very different result at halftime and who knows what happens in the second half. Well, well now it doesn't count as a penalty kick goal. <laughs> yeah. So he didn't want that on his record. So he just, he did it on purpose. I think uh, Kevin and I were joking about that on Monday. Um, for the first time ever, we talked about that. Okay. Ibra scored in this 32nd minute off of the missed penalty kick and then burying the, uh, the rebound, uh, then finished his hat trick in the 85th minute, the 53 minute span between the seven goals marked the fastest in MLS history history surpassing the 69 minutes it took minnesota to score seven goals in a uh, win versus fc cincinnati on june 29th of this year um and then also the galaxy uh, also scored seven uninterrupted goals the most of any game where both teams scored which okay. is which is interesting say, some of these are they odd, really reach oddly, right? oddly specific you know they, it's like you know the best podcast that's higher than 1425 <laughs> in the rankings yeah, it's very specific. We're the, I'll take it, but still. We're the best podcast outside of, 14, of the yeah, first 1,425. Yeah. yeah, I mean, we're in first place, basically, when you think about it that way. Yeah. If you group all if, those if other you ones. you phrase everything correctly. Right. But still, I mean, it, it is a pretty crazy stat, the, the span in between seven goals uh, to break the record there. Again, we've seen cre people score, go, score hat tricks in a short amount of time, but for a total team performance, the amount of different players that got on the board to do it in that short of a span is pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. Um, and uh, it was a, it's a pretty crazy night whenever you try to really start putting into perspective all the things that sort of happened and how quickly it all happened, too. Um, so we'll see, uh, we'll see if, what that means for the game against yeah. Montreal. <laughs> but um, locked within all this as well, Zlatan Ibrahimovic gets a hat trick, suddenly moves within two goals of Carlos Vela. Um, so as you're looking at it right now, Carlos Vela seems to be the runaway favorite for MLS MVP. Yeah. Um, now, I think a lot of this might come down to the Golden Boot Race, which is now an interesting one. There are three players, Carlos Vela, 28 goals, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, 26, and Joseph Martinez, who scored two goals on Wednesday night against Cincinnati. Please, yeah, that, he, that, he, like, that, that's a game. Those, those shouldn't count. They should. All, all those, did Zlatan score against Cincinnati? Or no? Um, that was the Boateng goal, and something else happened there. Yeah. But still, I think... Uh, Everyone should get a goal against Cincinnati or no one should get a goal against Cincinnati. <laughs> it's one of those that the averages <laughs> make itself work. But, you know, pretty impressive, especially since Martinez broke the record last season. 31 he goals. Thought he yeah. was far enough behind that maybe Vela was going to run away with it. So he's now in the conversation. He, Zlatan's he in the conversation. Yes. Did you mention that he broke Carlos Ruiz's record? Was that part of it? That, I think, that was I think, part of the, of the last show, but yeah, yes. Yeah, but I think on this one, the, the fact that he actually did it, you know, at, uh, at home against SKC was big. So... I think not only did he know that the Galaxy record was in reach and he, he was probably motivated by that, now that he can sniff 
Carlos Vela. We know how he feels about him right. and, and our rivals across town. So I think if he knows this is happening, you can't put a cap on, on, on how many goals he can score in a game if it's within reach. And I think two goals is within reach. Three goals is within reach. Four goals maybe is within reach. So so it's it's pretty crazy. If it's within reach, I think he's going to go for it. Well, they gave me all these stats uh, MLS did whenever before the Wednesday night show. But I can tell you that at the time they said uh, all three players have already turned in a top 10 goal scoring season in MLS history. And it actually turns out all all three are now top six. That's crazy. In So and the, the three, the fact that there are three and they've combined for 80 total goals is by far the most from yeah. a goal-scoring trio ever in the same. So they're like light years yeah. ahead of any of these other ones. So that's imp- so when you pull up a graphic, you know, top six or top ten uh, goal-scoring seasons, you know, three for three of them to happen in the same year, uh, you know, it's pretty wild when you put it in that perspective. You know, if you're you're one who likes to dig into graphs and and when people pull up stats. Yeah, uh, first time in league history, all three are above the 24 goal mark. That was whenever uh, Joseph Martinez was at 24. Now it means between all 26. <laughs> they might all get 30. They, I think that they will. I think that's a possibility. I think there's a possibility that all three of them could Break. actually top the 31 <laughs> that Martinez put up last year. That'd be wild. Imagine scoring 32 goals, breaking the previous season's record, but then someone else scores, you know, 34 or 35. It's funny. Philip in the chat room says, you know, Zlatan with six goals on Saturday. Tell me, and we've gone over this. Tell me that's tell me that's it's unreasonable. Well, they scored seven. In, in a certain short amount of time and given the you know Zlatan giving the heavy heavy percentage of LA Galaxy goals I, I don't put six out of the mark out of the range he could get like five <laughs> you never know how it goes anyway uh the other big sort of thing watching here is the goal scoring rate uh no player who has scored 20 or more goals in a season has ever scored at better than a goal per game and we've been keeping track of Zlatan Ibrahimovic this whole yeah. time and I've been telling you he's averaging more than one goal a game for a while here uh both Vela 28 goals in 27 games a 1.037 goals per game and Ibrahimovic 26 goals in 20 25 games, a 1.040 goals per game are ahead of that standard. So nobody's ever finished yeah. with a more than a goal per game in it's Major impressive. League Soccer. And by the way, I know everybody says, oh, well, this is, you know, the, the, the tractors are going to say it's MLS and it's showing how bad the quality is. But really, it's, I think it's showing how good the talent on the offensive side I think that's, has, has I think sort that's of what improved. Carlos, I mean, say what you will. Carlos Vela, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Joseph Martinez, they have, you know, top-notch ability you know when you see how they strike the ball when you see how technical they are in front of goal uh, there's no doubt that they are, are world-class finishers of the ball say what you will about mls defenses say what you will about goalkeeping but they know how to finish and i think uh you can't argue that so uh yeah i think you, we've seen zlatan do this around the world so you can't say oh it's mls he's done this everywhere he's gone so so that's a difficult argument for me all right, they, uh, they then went on to uh, highlight the opponent's scoring records. Basically, how many goals each player has scored against the opponents that are currently coming up. Now, Justin Martinez had scored and had the advantage on this one. He had 14 goals scored versus 14 games played. So basically, in playing Cincinnati, San Jose, New York City, Montreal, and New England, uh, Joseph Martinez, in those 14 games he's played against that opposition, he scored 14 goals. So he was sort of the, the leader in the clubhouse on that particular one. Now, that being said... Uh, Atlanta United has probably the toughest of the remaining schedules between all of those. Of those three teams. Yeah, of those three teams. And so, you know, seeing him possibly fall out of this race is a possibility. Also, it's Joseph Martinez and he could score like four goals in a game and and (laughs) also do that. He's, he's, I, I put him up there with Zlatan, you know, he can catch fire and get three or four or five in a game also. Yeah, we were talking, there's four games remaining. uh, And I know we were texting each other back and forth and sort of saying, okay, 
Uh, so what's realistic? Does laugh? How many goals does well, do you think? I, I mathed it out. You uh, mathed it and, out. And so with the the average that they have against the goal, the times they've scored previously, uh, if you you know extrapolate it forward, doing a formula, Vela ends up with thirty or thirty one. You know, because he's kind of in that half point range. Right. Zlatan would end with twenty nine, and Joseph would also end with twenty nine. Oh. So you could see thirty one, twenty nine, twenty nine. But that's on paper. Right. And we know that you know these are players that are highly motivated, and if you tell Zlatan he can't do something. Uh, I think we'll see the opposite. So that, that's if you, if you work thing. it out, 30, 29, 29, you know, heck of a close race and, and it'd be amazing to see. But I think they might be able to surpass that when they know the stakes uh, of the race. Well, the other thing is that LAFC really does have a lot of things wrapped up already. Are you going to rest Carlos Vela for the playoffs? He's well, a guy he, who's coming off I, an injury. I was going to say he hasn't been playing recently because of injury. So, you know, do you shut him down until he's fully healthy? I think they do. I, I think they shut him down. To, smart I, move. He doesn't so, play So he's at done. All. He, yeah. He's done at his, uh, his 28 goals, and it's up to Joseph and, and Zlatan to break the record. It, and, and here's the thing is that uh, after the game on Sunday, Zlatan was asked about the goal-scoring record, and he says, you know, it's not something I really pay attention to. I'm paraphrasing. He's like, it's not something I pay attention to. I want to win games, and the way we win games is I score goals. So if I end up scoring... Scoring records and doing records with that, that's fine. I'm going to break every record yeah, in MLS. Right. Okay, okay, Zlatan. But, you know, this is, <laughs> this is so, uh, again, whenever you heard Zlatan talk before the LAFC game, he was very short with his answers. He wasn't boastful. Yep. He wasn't outrageous. He was focused and intense. And to me, this is him focused and intense. He knows exactly where yep. Carlos, he knows where Joseph Martinez is. He knows exactly how many goals he thinks he needs to score in order to win the golden boot. And you can bet your bottom dollar <laughs> that that is going to be a motivational factor for him as yep. he goes against Montreal and RSL. Um, I don't think it's unreasonable to think in the last four games that Zlatan gets another hat trick within those four games. And I also don't think that two of those other games are probably multi-goal games, games, um, which would be a lot of goals. (laughs) Uh, Maybe it's not enough. Maybe it's not enough to win the golden boot, but this is a motivational factor for Zlatan Ibrahimovic, and he's lying if he tells you differently, or he's certainly being cagey. You know, he's just... Yeah, well, when you look, let's look at the docket. Montreal... Uh, you know, they're having a pretty bad run of form. It smells like a multi-goal game from Zlatan. Mm-hmm. Away at Salt Lake, maybe that's the one where, you know, he would come up drawing a zero. But then you get Vancouver at home. That smells like it could be a multi-goal game. Because they're, they're eliminated from the yeah, playoffs. They're aw- done. Away at Houston, if, if everything's on the line and you need Zlatan to come up big, that could be a multi-goal game. So that's, what, six goals? If you if they're all multi-goal games, add that to the total. He breaks the record. And, and could take the lead. I'm getting everyone's hopes up. Yeah. I'm going to towel off. Whoa. Easy. <laughs> easy. Someone get um, the hose. Spray me down. Yeah. It's it, it's certainly one of the, uh, one of, one of the, I think it's going to be a factor in how Zlatan Ibrahimovic plays. And I think that people should watch this. The fact that he's in this now, again, I, 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 I preface this sort of starting with MLS MVP and sort of, hey, where's that going to go? And how's that going to look? And everybody has really said, okay, it's about, listen. I think that if Zlatan leads, and Kevin said this on Monday, Kevin said, if Zlatan leads the LA Galaxy to the playoffs, and it looks like he drags them with him. On his shoulders. On his shoulders, there's a real argument to be made that Zlatan Ibrahimovic is the most valuable player in the league. It goes back to the definition of most valuable player. And I've actually... I hate this argument. I've turned the corner on this because the title most valuable is, you know, if you remove them from the team, where would they be? And so with that, you can argue Zlatan is the most valuable player to his team but I think what MVP really means is who was the best player that season on you know what's likely the best team and I think you know you hate to say it but it's probably the other guy because over the course of the season consistently they've been the he's been the best player on the best team so 
I, I you know, in, in the NBA and in MLB, I think it's the best player. And I think if you're doing it by that measure, which I think if when you go back and look at the red record book, you want to say who was the best player that season. That's what MVP should mean. That's, I think, the definition it would go the other direction. But if you go by the, you know, Webster's Dictionary most valuable, then right. you can give it to Zlatan. You well, can well, make the argument. What if Zlatan scores 10 goals in these last four games? <laughs> All right. He gets 38. 38. 38 goals. He beats Vela. He beats player? Joseph Martinez then by he's the five. Best, he's by the five best player in the league. Can are you in I history? In league in, history, in league like history. he said, and he's and he, you know, You're, you know what? You're right. So <laughs> I, I'm just. And by the way, I don't think that's unreasonable. Yeah, I don't even. No one's going to fight you on that. No, they shouldn't. We'll no, pick some, except, you know, somebody will. They'll we be know like, who will. They'll be like, oh, you know, Homer, a bunch of homers over yeah. there. It's well, like, I'm sure what I said, you know, before this, I'm sure I'm going to get a little flack for saying it, but you know, we got to be honest here. Yeah, it, it's. Um, it, it, it really is an interesting argument whenever it comes down to it. And we'll see how that all puts out. And I'm going to tell you about who got nominated for uh, all these awards, by the way. It's like everybody. I'm pretty sure <laughs> Eric's on there for for, M- oh, for the Landon Donovan MVP wow. award. So That's impressive. Uh, the, the best thing I love is that they name all these awards, too. And then, like, you know, it's Landon Donovan and Siggy Schmidt. And it's like, yeah. oh, it's basically all around the, the galaxy. galaxy. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. The I, David Beckham Man of the Year award. <laughs> the Golden Ball Golden award. Ball. There you go. Yeah, that's right. It is. Um, so anyway, so that's where we <laughs> I said. I had a comment. I'm... You just let Family it go. Show. <laughs> Family show. Let it go. Throw it away. Throw it away. All right. Let's uh, get to some more LA Galaxy news. I wanted to uh, get to Megan Riza's uh, report today. Uh, she was at training today where Roman Alessandrini started training with the team today. So all you people who have been sitting there going, oh, Roman's coming back. He's starting against Montreal. Uh, he ain't starting against Montreal. And as a matter of fact, it looks like even Roman, who told our our Larry Morgan, of course, that he, w- he was targeting the RSL game, that seems like that's too soon as yeah. well. Pushing travel and then altitude, I think that's a bad idea to be that for that to be the game where you, you roll him out. So, you know, at home against Vancouver in a, in a bench roll, I think seems realistic. And, you know, that, that's the right way to ease him in. Here's the thing. Even in that bench roll. I know everybody wants, everybody's like, oh, Ramon Allison, they're, they're, they're salivating, salivating yeah. <laughs> at the chance of Ramon Allison Drini coming back. I do not think he starts at all this season, rest of the season. Okay. I don't, even if the Galaxy make it the MLS Cup, I don't think he ever gets back into the game shape that he probably needs to be at. But he can play a significant role contribute. off the bench. Yeah. yeah. And, and I would expect in the Vancouver game, if he does start, or excuse me, if he does play, you're looking at 10 to 15 minutes max. Yes, and I think that's where you should see you don't want to rely on him in a situation. You want to already be up, have the last few minutes, let him get his legs, get, let him get some real-time minutes. That's what you want. You don't want to be in a one-win tied game uh, you know, away at Houston and say, okay, let's bring in Roman. Let's see if he could save us here. That, that's not the role you want to thrust him in, especially coming off an of injury. It's uh, it's one of those that again, I just think that the temperament that, or at least the understanding of Galaxy fans needs to sort of, you need to understand what he will be able to do, and there's no guarantee. Listen, if he comes in and he plays ten or fifteen minutes and he's not effective, you can't suddenly start playing him in the he's playoffs, lost, or or say he's lost it, he doesn't yeah, have it. It's yeah, like it's, he's he's been out for several months, so you have to ease him back into it. The only thing that worries me is, uh, you know, Roman is the type of player who he he lays it all out there. You know, he'll 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 go 110 miles per hour. I think in his debut game, 
you know, two seasons ago, I remember the home opener, the guy was running himself into the ground. Right. You know, you know, he wanted to show those fans that they, 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 you know, the LA galaxy invested in, in a, a solid player. And so I, when he comes back and say, you know, we have Pavone, we have Zlatan, we want to make some noise in the playoffs. It wouldn't surprise me if he pushes himself a little bit too much. So that's my only concern is that he comes back and tries to push too hard too soon and, and re-aggravates that injury. Well, uh, as we move on a little bit, I want to talk about the results, the midweek results a little bit. They um, bounced our way. <laughs> Everything's coming up roses for the galaxy. <laughs> All you, if you saw, so, so the big deal was that there were three Western conference teams playing and that those results would have, of course, uh, could affect the LA Galaxy. And so Portland was playing and they were hosting the New York Red Bulls. Uh, Seattle was hosting FC Dallas and the F- Seattle FC Dallas and the Port, the FC Dallas and Portland were the two teams that you yeah. were really watching. That's the team the LA Galaxy jumped whenever they beat yes. um, Sporting Kansas City 7-2. to And so, Portland had a game in hand. And Portland had, and this was their game in yes. hand. This mm-hmm. is what caught them all up to everybody else. And so you, you realistically, if you're a Galaxy fan, you wanted them not to win that game. Yes. But you're asking the New York Red Bulls to travel all the way across the country uh, to play on the carpet. Uh, I think it was raining sometimes there too, up in Portland. It was, it was a a, a sort of a nasty midweek game. You're asking them to win that game. Yeah. And they did. <laughs> and, they, and, and, and they did, did it in kind of spectacular fashion at the end there. Well, well, they did it. They got the the penalty at the end of the game that, that sealed the deal. But yeah. they scored in the third minute. Yeah, which was they held on for most of the game. It was yeah. it was a it was a, a Portland missed a lot of chances. They bounced one off the yeah. bar. Uh, Ibobuse uh, wide open, wide open, w- and yeah, missed it wide. just to the wide. Oh man, just like and the announcers that I was listening. I think we had the New York announcers on the on yes. the ESPN stream. So it was Shep Messing and and I can't remember who Shep the other Messing, guys. That's who. It was. Yeah, that's who oh, it was. Oh Shep, what, there's a blast from the past. So Shep was Shep was there. And he was like, he's like, you can't miss that. You know, I love, I love Shep. I'm sorry. I, I, love, I know some people, they drive, drive people crazy, but I love that voice. Yeah. Cracks me up. And I, I think we say it pretty often, but how lucky we are to have Joe Totino <laughs> and Kobe Jones, because, you know, when you listen to these other broadcasts, they're clearly homers and I love to be a good homer. Right. And, and I really appreciate it. But, you know, Joe Totino and Kobe Jones really give you a nice, you know, level-headed performance, let you know what's going on in the game. And they're really fantastic at what they do. And again, no offense to Shep Messing if he listens. You know, we're I'm, I'm sure I'm sure he's big. Yeah, but he's, he's big on the 1,426. <laughs> but, but that, that was such a homer announcing, and it was it made it fun, yeah. but at the same time made you appreciate what Joe and Kobe do. It's 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 annoying. Uh, I was talking to a national uh, TV guy a couple of years ago, and he said one of the biggest things sort of holding Major League Soccer back is the local broadcast announcers, because if you go and listen to some of them, you can't. Um, I've <laughs> muted plenty of, of games where, and I watch as a neutral and I'm like, no, 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 no. We're going to be muting this. this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's some really bad ones out there. Um, none worse than Sacramento, by the way, I'll just call out Sacramento. Wow, oh my God. Say, yeah. I thought we we're going to protect no. the names of the innocent. No, you went no, right for him. No. And I don't know if they changed since the, I can't, I refuse to watch any of their games ever again. Like I just can't. <laughs> it's, it was, it was well, too much well, when they well, were playing LA galaxy Two. those USL games, man. Ooh. That's a ESPN plus. You got to love it. You it's, know, a, it's some good Everyone's stuff. on the map. Uh, anyway, so uh, that result but, went the way of the LA Galaxy, that 2 nothing win for the, uh, for the, the Red, Red Bulls, Bulls uh, which kept Portland exactly where they were and didn't let them go. Now, everybody was sort of looking at it and saying, okay, if you want the Galaxy to get, you know, how high can they climb up in the standings? Then you didn't want Seattle to win, but them winning was probably more important than FC Dallas getting points. So yes. you were okay with Seattle pulling away as long as FC Dallas lost. But the best result there would have been a draw. Yes. And it was a draw, 0-0. Zero, zero. <laughs> so, uh, you know, a little bit of uh, some climbing there in terms of uh, FC Dallas gets a point and San Jose uh, and uh, Seattle gets a point. Yep. 
um, but nothing got out of hand. So, and it, and it wasn't enough to catch the Galaxy for FC Dallas or Portland. No, no. FC Dallas jumped Portland, which is uh, what helped there. So Portland now sitting on the outside looking in. And by the way, struggling at home mightily for Portland, which is crazy to think. Yeah. Um, it's the turf. And they have, yeah, they don't like it either. Yeah. Um, they have uh, all their remaining games are at home. So if you're seeing their home form and how they've been playing, I don't know that they get in, which is sort of an interesting one because I said Seattle was the pretender and there they are still sitting in second yeah. spot. And it's almost like, uh, you know, they get in their own head because they, now it becomes a mental game. You know, if we can't win at home and we put a, a bunch of losses in a row, the Galaxy were like this earlier in the year. It seemed like it was almost a mental game where they couldn't get over the hump. So it's, I'm going to be curious to see how the season finishes. I know we talked about decision day being an exciting thing. We're, we're in like decision month. The, the, all these games are important and we're scoring board watching all across the league because the West is just so it's such a tight race. I just thinking because the Galaxy have their last game on the road in Houston this year. And by the way, just uh, saw Angel City Brigade uh, tweet out that the yeah. visitor section sold out. 230 plus. Two, yeah, 200 ton, 230, something yeah, like that. Something yeah. in that neighborhood. So uh, shout out to everyone going to Houston. Yeah, hopefully it's not underwater. Those guys are uh, getting a little <laughs> rained on uh, again. Actually, a pretty, pretty nasty rain in a lot of places. So anyway, um, that's 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 awesome to see there um, and, and that game. But the, the other thing I was thinking is, so that means I can sit at home and watch and get my ESPN Plus yeah, out multi-screen. and multi-screen that baby. <laughs> I don't have four games on at the same time. Maybe the Galaxy game on my computer as I'm watching it. Not and, bad. You know, because they're all going to go off at the same time. So that'll be kind of interesting to watch and, and see how that goes down. Let's uh let's go a little bit to the those MLS postseason award nominations. I told you that we would uh, we would talk about it. Um, Eric was like, was oh, say, I, I forgot about those. I missed I, them. I want to find out where, where I sit on the Landon Donovan uh, MVP race. Trust me, I, I swear to God, there's like 40 nominations for each you know of those. Fun fact, I have just as many goals as Alan Gordon this season. That's true. This is true. It's true. This, this is a true. fact. This is true. So you're right up there. Uh, let's see. Uh, the LA Galaxy. I'll give you the LA Galaxy ones because I am not kidding you when I say there are like 40 nominations and like sometimes multiple from the same team. Like uh, Mara Minotes and Matias Vera from uh, from Houston are both uh, nominated on there. Yeah, cross uh, them off. Uh, Carlos Gill and Matt Turner, both from New England on there. It's like, eh, cross Turner off. Gill, you know. Gill's great. Just but an honor to be nominated. <laughs> he's happy to be <laughs> just here. Just happy to be here. Um, so he's there. Uh, Heber and, and Maxi Morales from uh, New York City and Dan. Danny Royer and Brian Wright from New York Red Bulls and and Nani, of course, from Orlando. I mean, listen. Well, he's Portuguese, so of course he deserves <laughs> to be in there. There's I mean, a lot of well, names based on merit. Uh, there's a lot of names on this. There's a lot of names on this. Uh, the ones, that, the one that you're going to be interested in, of course, is Slatan Ibrahimovic from Los Angeles Galaxy, na- nominated for the Landon Donovan MLS MVP award. <laughs> Again, does that seem wrong? Say that sentence one more time. Slow it down. Zlatan Ibrahimovic <laughs> is nominated for. The 2019 Landon Donovan MLS MVP award. So, I what a time to be alive! <laughs> what a time to be alive! I, I certainly recognize what Landon Donovan has done for Major League Soccer, and I believe that it is absolutely accurate Warranted. to yeah, give him fair. the name yeah. of it. But whenever you put that Zlatan's going to win the Landon Donovan award, <laughs> it's odd. He's older than Landon. He is right. It hurts. It makes me laugh. I don't, <laughs> I don't know why. It just doesn't We've work got in the my head. In, the studio, in my head, it doesn't make sense. It's like, wait, no, no. Landon's gonna be winning the Zlatan Award. You know, whenever <laughs> that. I, I don't know. It's it's just it's it's all sort of crazy. But anyway, so uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic is nominated. And I will tell you right now, if you're if you're probably polling everybody in the league, he's number two. 
Um, I don't think there's anybody else who sort of pops up there. There's going to be people who argue for Joseph Martinez, and that's just, that's fun. It's fun. That's cool. Uh, But he hasn't been, I think, he may have been scoring as many goals, but he hasn't been as dominant. He hasn't put the team on his back. Not, not, certainly not. Um, And I think both Vela and Ibrahimovic have done that. Yep, Um, that's fair. So that's why I think it's a one-two and everybody else. I think it's, well, you look at the golden boot race, I think that's your top three. That's your argument right there. I don't know that any other... uh, teams are really really have a player that stands out that much i think nycfc um you know leading the east there's someone who you can argue whoever's leading them but when you look at, at their their roster they have goal scorers but at the same time i don't know that there's one standout it's a great team performance and they're doing well but i don't think they have that name that's really carrying the team and putting them on their back i mean and that's that's what yeah, you, that's Mitri, what you need to Mitri, see. Yeah, yeah. Is that is that someone who's going to win MVP? Probably no, not. No. Uh, Defender of the year nominees, though. There are two LA Galaxy players on here. Daniel Stairs. Yes, there it is. And who's the other one? And the other, for defender, of the it's going to be Diego Polenta. Yes, correct. So, are either of those the best defender in Major League Soccer? No. Is which one of those would get your vote though? If you were going to vote just for an LA Galaxy player, would it be Polenta or would it be Steris? You're putting me in a tough spot here. I am. You're wrong either way, so yeah. it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I'm going to refrain from answering. I, I, to me, I think Daniel Stairs has been more important to this team. So if you go by you know most valuable defender, I think he's been the most consistent and valuable defender this season. You just made so many people angry. I know, but I love Diego Polenta. He's been so good lately, and I really love watching him play. Diego's so that, gonna, that's tough. Diego's going to come to your house now. Oh, you know what? I, I'd actually like that. I want to hang with that guy. But he seems like he's a fun fantastic. Hang. Yeah. yeah. Um, you're not wrong. Yeah. You're, you're it not is wrong. what it is. Here's the thing: if you really want to go and and put Diego Polenta, I would. I, it's hard for me to argue against it. They're yeah. really tight in he's terms of it. He's been solid back there. I would say that Polenta, because of his offensive abilities, but we're not talking about offense. We're talking about defense. <laughs> you're giving my Ashley Cole argument. This, I said yeah. the assist is what made him Defender of the Year yeah. last year. Yes. But I also think uh, discipline. I think uh, you know Polenta's penchant for getting yellow cards, even though Stairs got a red card earlier this season. I think that discipline becomes a factor, and I think that gives Stairs a slight edge for being able to keep the level level head a little bit better. I don't think you need to worry about it. I don't think either of them are going to win, but uh, it was, it was at least interesting. Is this one of those where every team submits a name? I swear to God, it feels like it's that. Got, it feels it, like it's it college, like, <laughs> like all over high school, where, oh, like, everybody gets a team of the week like, nominees. It's like the MLB All-Star. Everyone gets to send at least one player. Uh, an interesting one, Newcomer of the Year nominees. Oh, I don't even know who would be on that list for us. Oriel Antuna. Okay, newcomer. Okay, I see where you're going. Or Christian Pavone. Now, that's, it could have been Christian Pavone. Not Christian enough Pavone, sample size. That's the problem. Yeah. And it's kind of the, I think it's the Ladero argument. Whenever yeah. Ladero came in, he may have actually won the newcomer because he came yeah. in and he set Seattle on fire and they go yeah. on to win an MLS Cup. Uh-oh, what did you just say? Yeah. Uh-huh. So they brought in they an brought Argentine in. player and, and they went on fire and went on to win an MLS Cup? I mean, <laughs> similar? I don't know. Um... And so that's what you're sort of, uh, those are those ones. I don't know if, it, it depends. If Pavone blows up in these last four games, again, this is not a postseason award. I was going to say, like, the, it, like in terms of playoffs. End, yeah. In, voting should end before the regular season, unless he just right at the end of the regular fire, season. That's catches fire and scores a bunch of goals, which we've he's shown isn't really his game. His game is. He should have op- had like four goals. Yeah, against but, but he opened the game up for the rest of his teammates, which is exactly what you want him to do. Uh, Nick Nick Warner in here uh, on, in the chat room says, Brian Fernandez is 100% newcomer of the that's year fair. for, for yep. Portland. Yep. Here's the thing, though, he's Brian. He's dropped off. Here's the thing. He dropped off, and if Portland misses the playoffs, he ain't going to get the votes. That's not how it works. That's how it works. Hey, listen, <laughs> playoff stuff is, especially MVP. If yeah. the Galaxy miss the playoffs, you can't give you MVP. can't give Zlatan yeah, the, the MVP. Yeah, you know, I agree. If if Carlos Vela stops scoring goals from here on out and it ends up 10 behind Zlatan Ibrahimovic, you can't give it to Carlos Vela either. <laughs> Um, All-State Goalkeeper of the Year. Guess who's nominated? Every single goalkeeper in Major League Soccer. I was going to say, how many teams are there? David Bingham. 
Uh, no surprises there because be you know why not? You gotta uh, send someone. Gotta send a representative. Lampson wasn't on there. Can you? Has give, he gotten an MLS he is, minute? He is on this list, but not on the goalkeeper. Okay. One. Um, oh, he, I know, and he should win that award. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, he might actually be the yeah. one who has the best chance of winning. <laughs> by the way, uh, David Bingham. Can you say David Bingham has been the best goalkeeper this year? I don't want to spend another ten seconds talking <laughs> about this. No, moving on. Next award. <laughs> He's been pretty good though. Yeah, he gets a lot of crap for for being for being bar- barraged by shots on a regular you know, basis. He, he's he's coffee with cream and no sugar. You know, it's fine. <laughs> it's it gets fine. you through. You know, it's nothing special. It'll get you through the day. All right. I uh, love you, David Bingham. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he's. <laughs> he doesn't like that. listen. We're fourteen twenty six. Come on. Um, MLS Works Humanitarian of the Year nominees: Matt, Matt Lampson. Lampson. And, okay. and you see what he does with players. Uh, not players with uh, fans across the league. This isn't just home games. Every game that he goes to, he, you know, he t- takes a picture, has a photo opportunity, has a meet and greet. Uh, he re- he really is, you know, deserving of that award. Yeah, I think he, is it the Matt Lampson Foundation that he has, which yeah, he is does the, have the, his the, own the cancer. Yeah, I don't know if that's exactly what it is, but right. I know he has his own foundation. Uh, and just the fact that they reach out uh, to fans uh, across the league wherever they go, and he finds time to to make an impact where he goes. Uh, you know, shout out to Matt Lampson doing big things there. Yeah, uh, chat room is still arguing about David Bingham even being mentioned. Like, That's what I, I said. I, like, it, it <laughs> let, just, let them duke it out and most, move on. Most saves of the year? Absolutely not. He's really nothing special, not even top 10. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. Well, mo- I we've talked know. about this. Most saves of the year is more well, indicative of the defense than it is of the, the goalkeeper. It is. Uh, and the Siggy Schmidt Coach of the Year uh, award, Guillermo Varescoletto, is nominated, but so is every other coach in Major League Soccer, it seems like. So maybe not the guys who got fired. I was going to say, and I, I love GBS, but I, I don't think he's should be in the running for that award. I was trying to see if uh, RSL had, uh, had Mike Becky on that one after. Nope. Nope. Not on not, the list. Not on the list. Interesting. Big surprise. Interesting. I wonder, I wonder why. Uh, they also have Referee of the Year nominations. Uh, Alan Chapman, Jair Marufo, and Rubiel Vasquez. Oh, Fotis Bazakos didn't make he it. He didn't not make it. Not this year. Not his year. Not his year. Maybe next oh, year. Unfortunate. Maybe next year. <laughs> uh, assistant Referee of the Year nominees. Nobody's ever heard of them. What's, um, what's the metric for that? I have referee no idea. Of the year. Is, it, is it most yellow cards because, you know, you're, you're issuing discipline? Is it fewest discipline because, you know, the game? I don't know how you, how you determine that. I don't know. I will also tell you that on all of these, I have no problems telling you like what my thoughts are yeah. on them because I have no vote. The MLS yeah. <laughs> doesn't give me a vote on any of this stuff. So I actually had to get uh, uh, the the panda to send me over the list. I'm oh, like, hey, yeah. that list came his, out. You're his ghostwriter. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, that list came out. Send it over to me. I want to see. I want to see what it is. Well, and that's the funny thing about referees. You know, wise man once told me the best thing a referee can do after the game is make you forget that he was part of the game. Yeah. Well, who? If, if, if you know the referee's name after the game, that's that's not a good sign. It's uh, it's usually not a good sign. It's usually not a good. <laughs> sign um all right so that sort of takes us uh through those ones um another little bit of news that's coming up we're not going to dive into it because god there's so much time to dive into this but i want you at least to understand what's coming up and that the la galaxy will be involved in this in fairly rapidly after this season comes to a conclusion um basically today mls announced uh the 2019 mls expansion priority draft set for october 6th uh during mlssoccer.com's match day central so decision day that's coming up on that on that last day so this is the expansion priority draft which actually sets up the 
uh, the actual expansion, the draft. actual expansion yeah. draft. Yeah. Um, so I'll read this real quick. Uh, I'm going to get through all of the MLS, blah, blah, blah. As MLS today announced the expansion draft, the expansion draft itself will take place on November 19th. Uh, this is where the two new teams, Miami and Nashville, will get to come in and pick five players each from um, the list of teams. Now, there are some clubs that are exempt because they're technically calling Cincinnati's inclusion the same expansion time as these other two teams. Okay. Right. Remember this happened before whenever happened with, whenever LAFC yes, came in. And yes. there was, they were off limits for FC, limits. FC Cincinnati. Yeah. So uh, the exempt clubs um, that were selected by FC Cincinnati in the 2018 expansion draft are DC United, Vancouver Whitecaps, FC Dallas, Houston Dynamo, and New York Red Bulls. So those teams are not going to be involved They're in exempt. this. They're exempt. Interesting. Because they already had players selected okay. by FC Cincinnati. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. That they, okay. they were selected. That's yeah. fair. So they're exempt from it. They don't have to protect anybody and they don't have to do anything. And then FC Cincinnati themselves is exempt, correct? I don't think so. No. I think they're, I think they're, well, they might. Although who no, would you you're want, probably, who would you want right. from FC Cincinnati? Yeah. No, because that's why LAFC wasn't available. Yeah, and so I think FC you're Cincinnati, probably right. They don't, I don't think they exempt clubs with players selected by FC in the 2018. I would have to imagine that you're right and that, yeah. that Cincinnati is also exempt. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. Who it's knows? MLS and some crazy rules. Uh, the same general idea here, though, for the expansion is going to take place. Five players total for each team. So 10 players total overall the league. If you have a player picked, um, then that means that you are then done and pulled out of the pool. So you can only lose maximum of one player. Um, so that's something. And there's a protected list and who you have to protect. And you're going to have to protect like uh, the all, your DPs. all the designated players who have no trade clauses, right? Because if they have no trade clause, yeah. you automatically have to protect them. There's also uh, if you have four or more international players, you must at least protect three of them. Yep. So the LA Galaxy will have a whole bunch of international <laughs> players. But there's also going to be some... Um, some looks at this in terms of who's even going to be coming back because yeah. you have guys who are on loan like yeah. Aurel and Tuna and Fabio Alvarez. So it, it becomes a little bit of a chess game too, because then some of the players who you leave available or maybe have a high salary. So you're, you're risking, is this expansion team going to want to take a player with a high salary? Uh, are they going to want to take an international slot? So there's a little bit of chess that goes on here as well. If it's someone who you're not going to necessarily keep on the team, uh, you know, this is happening in, in November before roster decisions are, are happening for 2020 so it's if it's someone that you're looking uh, to release in 2020 anyway leaving them exposed for an expansion team isn't going to harm you i'll tell you this having had discussions with a bunch of people um there seems like that there is that there could be a, a, a pre-deal and these happen in the expansion draft but basically a pre-deal that so says you're telling me players negotiate deals before the actual deadlines yeah it doesn't oh, happen yeah. live oh, please, 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 oh you're spoiling it for me we'll, we'll see if the galaxy pulled this off but a lot of times teams can make a deal with the expansion clubs and basically the expansion clubs comes to them and says listen we're gonna we want to pick yeah, this guy a wink and a nod and say okay and, and they're like done. you're like does this work and it, you know does it make sense and the, yeah. that type of thing and then what you can do is you can lose a player that you were willing to lose anyway and you don't have to protect everybody that exactly. you need to and not worry about it and the whole and, deal and if you see players who you want to protect and you don't see them protected then that's a sign that a deal like that has probably gone through yeah because i guarantee on this particular roster there's going to be one or two players where you're sitting there going please wait a minute yeah please don't take them because of the international spots and, and and how well they've played yeah i think you're definitely going to see some of those so it almost behooves the galaxy to make this type of deal with either miami or uh, nashville yeah it'll be a uh, be interesting to see how that goes down again we'll talk about protect and we'll tell you who we're predicting at being protected. You can actually, 
Um, it's not that hard to figure out, and usually you can. We got time. We got yeah, time, but we that. got plenty of time because that's 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 down the road. But I, I know there's questions about that because MLS was talking about the expansion draft. Just wanted to let you know. Uh, on October 6th, we'll find out who gets to pick first, and then who gets like first in the in the uh, allocation order, and who gets to go first in the supplemental draft, and blah blah blah. blah. There's all this other yeah, stuff. Yeah, it doesn't matter because they're going on strike in 2020 anyway. Yeah, uh, <laughs> this is true. The CBA negotiations uh, are, are going to be a little tough. 2020 Don- MLS season will be played on FIFA, EA Sports FIFA. It very well may. Uh, Don Garber was out talking with people, and you always know it's CBA time whenever he starts talking about how uh, how uh, teams flights. teams aren't making any money. Um, but he did also come out and says that he would absolutely support 100% charter flights. Uh, but then he he prefaced that by saying that it would have to come out of a pool of money that you know the players want other things as well. So if they want other things, this is negotiating out yeah. in the public, like you can hear it. Is if you want other things, well then that's probably going to pull some money away from the charter flights. So yeah. you know yeah. what do you what do you want here? So. I was gonna say, I, I've <laughs> I've heard these discussions before between teachers unions and districts and it all sounds very, very familiar. It's, it's if you want that, well, sure, we can give you that, but it's going to come out of your, your salary or your or pool of money. It's going to come from yeah. this or, yeah, if you, yeah, but then you can't have this. It's all negotiation. <laughs> we're familiar with all this. Yeah. Uh, all right. Looking at the standings real quick. And then uh, I know Eric wants to give you uh, all the teams that we should be watching. Right. I was gonna say, um, do you want to do that now? Do you want me to do standings or what? Let me do, Let's standings. do standings and then, yeah, it okay. will lead, it lead itself nicely. I promise you we're pros. We've done this before. Wait, it's, it's the first time. Uh, New York's, City FC is currently first in the Eastern Conference, Philadelphia Union in second, Atlanta United in third. All three of those teams have clinched a playoff spot, but not necessarily the spot that they are in. So they can still move up or down and all around for that. Um, You have Toronto FC in fourth place, 45 points. DC United in fifth place with 45 points. New York Red Bulls, 44. uh, New England Revolution in seventh in the last playoff position right now at 40. The Montreal Impact Galaxy Saturday opponent is just three points out of the playoffs. So, uh, just keep that in mind as we go for uh, for a preview of that game. And if you're expecting it to be easy, I don't think there's anything easy about it. Um, you can look at FC Cincinnati being eliminated in the Eastern Conference. They, along with the Vancouver Whitecaps in the Western Conference, are the only two teams who have been eliminated from postseason play. Uh, over on the Western Conference side, it is LAFC at 64 points. More than likely, unless there is the world's biggest collapse ever, um, they're going to have uh, the, the Supporters' Shield as well, which I think they should be able to clinch actually this weekend. Um, so we'll see if that ends up happening. Uh, it's LAFC at 64, Seattle Sounders at 50, Minnesota United at 48, Real Salt Lake at 46, the LA Galaxy 5th place, 45 points, San Jose Earthquake 6th place, 44, FC Dallas 7th place, 44 points, Portland Timbers looking on the outside looking in right now, 8th place, 43 points, and Sporting Kansas City with the loss to the LA Galaxy, unlikely that they are going to be able to, uh, to uh, make those playoffs now at 37 points, not completely out of it, but... Yeah. It feels like they're completely out. It feels say. like it's further than they, than they can reach. By the way, their goal differential uh, went from a minus five to a minus ten yeah, on that not, night. Not a good look. Where the galaxy went from a minus five to a zero, uh, which <laughs> now makes the LA Galaxy have the lowest goal differential in any of the current playoff teams. Um, as you're looking at it all going down, uh, Portland Timbers are closest with a plus one, but they're currently sitting outside of it. Yeah. So. We'll Good see times. how that goes. All yeah, right. You want to know what 538 says? Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. <laughs> if you're playing that drinking game. Everybody drink. But Sporting Kansas City prior to this game had like a 30-something, I think a 37% chance to make the playoffs. With this loss, Sporting Kansas City now has a 3% chance according to 538. Wow, so that's a big that's drop. That's a huge drop off. So, and, and the Galaxy went up? And the Galaxy, up? with yesterday's results, uh-huh. went from a 94% chance to a 95% chance. Of making the playoffs. So it's still possible, uh, you know, very likely that the Galaxy make the playoffs. A very, you know, harsh 
confluence of events would have to happen for the galaxy not to make it. So we're not going to get ahead of ourselves. You mean like the loss to Houston last year? <laughs> what was 538 saying at Houston uh, last year? Yeah. Wasn't it like a like a 70 was, or 80% it chance? It was something pretty ridiculous. And, okay. Yeah, it flipped us on its head. That's fine. So so last season I did a playoff scenario article where I said, you know, this if this happens on decision day, this is where the seedings would pan out. But I think with the four games that are left, we're getting into that territory now. So scenarios for this weekend, kind of if you're scoreboard watching, uh, these are some things to look for. Three matches are very straightforward. They're East versus West. So you're always going to want to root for the Eastern Conference team. So San Jose is at Atlanta. So of course you want Atlanta to win. You don't want any Joseph Martinez goals, but you want Atlanta to win. A draw is fine because uh, it would leave San Jose at 44 points. A draw would put them at 45, but the Galaxy has the tiebreaker. So you want Atlanta to win. A draw would be okay. FC Dallas hosts NYCFC. You want a NYCFC win. Again, that keeps uh, FC Dallas at 44 points. Again, draw being fine because it would put them even with points uh, at the worst case scenario, but the Galaxy have the tiebreaker. Then it gets, uh, you know, DC um, is hosting Seattle. So again, cross-country travel uh, for Seattle. DC fighting for a home playoff game. So you want to see DC walk away with the win uh, because then that will put Seattle within range. Uh, RSL at New England. This is a big game because uh, it's another East versus West decision. You want New England to win. A draw is fine, uh, but it makes RSL leapable. RSL is ahead of the Galaxy. If the Galaxy win, they leap RSL, and it takes pressure off the midweek game. They travel to RSL midweek, so if they get the points and RSL loses, it takes a little bit of pressure uh, off of that game. The only tricky game that's coming up this weekend is Portland hosting Minnesota. So there's two schools of thought here. Mm -hmm. There's If you want Portland to win, uh, it prevents Minnesota from extending the gap and it le leaves the door open so the Galaxy could jump into third place. So if the Galaxy wins, they would put them in third place above uh, Minnesota United with the tiebreaker. So if seeding is something that's important to you, you want Portland to win that game. If Minnesota wins, it keeps Portland at bay outside of the playoffs and it basically extends the Galaxy lead. So if you're of the school of thought where you just want to win and get in, then you want uh, you want Minnesota to win. So that means the best case scenario there is actually a draw. Right. Because both teams drop two points. So you end up with four drop points as opposed to if one wins or loses, it's three drop points. So that's the only tricky one. It's actually it's a good result either way, and it's a bad result either way because you're going to be fighting with one of those teams for seeding. Uh, you just don't know which one it's going to be. Of uh, LA Galaxy coming down to the wire here for uh, for the schedule, um, and and we're certainly going to talk about this impact uh, game coming up on Saturday. Uh, then, as Eric says, uh, Wednesday, September 25th. So a Saturday, then a Wednesday. Wednesday, September 25th, LA Galaxy travel to Real Salt Lake. That is the hardest game remaining on their schedule. Um, and that is a game that if the LA Galaxy, I'll tell you right now, regardless of what happens on, uh, against Montreal, whether they win, lose, draw, whatever it is, um, a draw at RSL and that game is a huge point and, yeah. and could very well just sort of cement the playoffs. A and, point, and, uh, yeah, A point at the road at any point. Again, there's my microphone. There. A point on the road at, at any point this season is good, whether it's at Houston or at RSL, because if you win your home games, you get two points on the road and you're in really good shape. Yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see how that game. That's going to be the again the hardest one. So we'll we'll keep an eye on that one. Uh, then it is uh, home Sunday, September 29th, the last home game of the 2019 regular season. Uh, and depending on placement of the playoffs, if the Galaxy are making the playoffs, which I think we're all assuming they're making the playoffs, so that's just 95 percent chance. 95 percent chance. If if the LA Galaxy, it could be the last home game because the Galaxy could end up on the road yes. if their seeding is 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 a uh, quote unquote what, lower seed. If it, if they're five if, or below. Can I ask you a question? Yes. Okay, so we talk about higher seeds and lower seeds. Yeah. Right? Is it like air conditioning? If I tell you to turn the air conditioning up, does that mean you'd make <laughs> it colder or you make it warmer? You 
Okay, so you want a uh, higher seed. Uh, you want a higher seed. So you want a lower number. So you want a lower number. Is that correct? That's correct. So it's like air conditioning. Yes, absolutely. If I tell you to turn the air conditioning up, uh, you want a lower temperature. A lower temperature. That's correct. Right. But yes. that gets misconstrued all the time. So my wife and I go over this all the time. She's like, hey, can you no, turn, turn up the I, AC? And I I'm like, I'm okay. And I'm like dropping the temperature. <laughs> and she's like, no, no, no. I meant make it warmer. I'm like, what, what do you mean make it warmer? That's turning down the AC. Oh, oh, wait. Is that turning down the AC? I was going to say, I don't want to speak ill of your wife. But this I, is, I'm, I'm team Pato here. I agree. Turn, this, this, you know, <laughs> turn up the AC means turn down the temperature. Can I stay at your house whenever she hears this? <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> giving some, some events that are happening you know we'll leave that off off mic <laughs> good times uh, we're sitting next to it i just want everybody to know i'm sitting next to a diva over here whenever that cartoon came out it missed oh, the way to throw yeah, me yeah, right yeah, under i was the gonna bus say I, after you agreed with me i want to make sure that we're not like we're not too simpatico yeah, yeah yeah we we're don't want to give the diva. listeners we don't want hey, the listeners think we actually get along hey could you change this could you change that could you make me taller i was gonna say i i provided photographic evidence <laughs> You know, that I wasn't exactly as diminutive next to you as, as I may have seen on the original draft. It, Oscar did an excellent job, an absolutely excellent uh, job. I just wanted some minor tweaks. And just that's minor fair. tweaks. Hey, uh, we're, pay, you know, we're, the, the, it's coming out of the COG budget. You know, we could ask for things. It's, it's you fine. Know. Yeah. We'll, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> All right. Uh, then uh, again, uh, the home game against uh, Vancouver on Sunday, September, September 29th. Uh, and then the Houston Dynamo away October 6th. That is decision day. Now, the games on Sunday, September 29th, I believe all Western Conference games will kick off at the same time. All Eastern Conference kick, will kick off at a different time, but the same time. So they'll separate those two. And then on Sunday, everybody plays everybody at the exact same time. And so um, it, it's going to be kind of a little bit crazy. Uh, it's always fun to sort of it watch these go down. That's a fun day to, to, to scoreboard watch and see what's going on around the league. Could be an interesting one. Except for last year. <laughs> I wonder if I should like hop on a plane to Houston for that game. Hmm, pregnant wife. <laughs> I was going to hmm. say, you may end up, you know, we may, I may be end up telling you to turn up the AC. We may be staying together at that, the bachelor pad. There. That's right. That's a, a COG <laughs> bachelor pad. Uh, all right. Uh, let's get to some questions real quick. We're going to go rapid fire on these because I, I don't want to spend a bunch of time, but um, my friends over on Reddit, the LA Galaxy Reddit, quite honestly, whenever I ask them for questions, they just do a great job. I don't They're know if best. Reddit is just made for asking questions. It but really is. Whenever, it's made, it's it's, made for downvoting and, and uh, asking questions. Okay, good. I just wanted to, controversial <laughs> is, is always good. Um, GalaxyFan89, uh, Dennis DeCloso recently stated, you give, I'm going to read the question, you give your quick answer, I'll tell you if you're right or wrong. Okay. Okay. Uh, Dennis DeCloso recently stated in an ESPN interview with Zlatan um, that Zlatan will make a decision on his future after the season's end. Do you see this as a negotiating tactic for Zlatan or as uncertainty if he wants to continue? I think it's a negotiating tactic. You're wrong. It's just, it just <laughs> if he wants to continue. It's it's about physical, and he says it over and over and over again, and this is why. And I'm sure some of it is a negotiating tactic. I'm not saying it's totally, but it is mostly about whether or not he thinks his body can handle it. You told me to give a quick answer. I uh, gave a quick answer. There was, well, Moving were, on. I just I said if you were wrong, I would correct it. I want everybody to you know think. Uh, he also asks uh, GalaxyFan89. I don't know if it's a he or she. That was incorrect of me. This person also asked. Also, with the CBA <laughs> negotiations uh, coming up, do you think the delay and uncertainty will hurt Dennis to and GBS's ability to facilitate more international talent coming to the galaxy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it puts it in question. If, if there's something in question, you don't want to, you know, an agent isn't going to want to send their player somewhere where they're not going to actually play for a while. And they're not going to get paid. Yeah. I that, mean, that's also That's going to be a lockout <laughs> thing. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to hurt every team, though. So, I don't necessarily know if it hurts the galaxy more than anybody else, although there are a lot of international players gonna and say, there's going to be some open cap space. It doesn't hurt them against other MLS opponents, but it hurts them in the international market. Uh, let's see. Uh, Eric Bermudez. 
Uh, nice name. With Bermudez. a C. With a C. Um, realistically, what can we expect from the Galaxy versus Montreal? I would like for them to put up seven goals on them, but this <laughs> season has been so up and down quickly because we're going to get into it. What can you expect from this game? I expect to win. Don't expect seven goals. Okay. That's, I'll, 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 I'll pass with that one. That's good. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, Great Spirit 62. Montreal need to win almost more than the Galaxy to have a chance at the playoffs. True. And a draw isn't really good enough for either team. False. How will this affect, how will that affect the game? It, uh, you're, 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 yeah, any team you play is trying to win. You know, Sporting Kansas City was trying to win. Yep. So whether they're trying to win or not, it's, you know, how well have they been playing? And they haven't been playing well uh, as of late. And I think the Galaxy's in, in better form right now than, than Montreal. Uh, Vapor 4, is Alessandrini expected to be playing in this game? Nope. Uh, he, she, this they, person. Just say they. They, thank you. They... Uh, said, I'm going to be very disappointed if I have to miss this first game back. Well, then don't miss the Vancouver game. Yep. <laughs> um, if Zlatan decides to leave the Galaxy, are there any rumors for those who replace him? And who would you like to see take his spot? Oh, geez. That's a tough question. Does it just spring on you? Just spring on me. It's, who, who do you want to take wrong, the spot? Wrong. Wrong. Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> and no, there are no rumors. All right. See, I did well, it for you. that's the correct answer. You're I was right. going to say. See? Again, uh, I like to be realistic, but that's fine. Yeah. Uh, let's see. None juice. N-U-N-G-U-I-C-A. I, I hate screen names. All of them. I don't care. You, <laughs> None I'm, juice. I'm, again, I'm, not, I'm not touching that one. I'm not smart enough to understand what you're trying to do most of the time. That's that's my problem. And obviously, we realize my street cred, not exactly high. So if you're trying <laughs> if you're trying to have a cool... I would not have no idea. Uh, this person asks, did we sign Christian Pavone's brother? You don't know the answer to that. Uh, no. I, I follow him on Instagram. Yeah. He's the, been training with, with, with at G2. the facility. Yeah, he's been yeah but I haven't seen him on any roster sheets. And he's not. And so far, yeah. there's been nothing official. And I don't think there is anything official. I think they're just being nice and allowing yeah. it. It's not with the senior team. Uh, it's always with usually the lower teams. And so whatever that means, yeah. it means. I don't know. Maybe he could show up on a G2 roster. I was going to say, can they let me just show up and work out? And, no. You know, so I can get a, a slimmer cartoon? No, you need to start rowing <laughs> if you're going to go out there. You're going to have to slim down a little bit. I'm just, I'm just telling you. Hey. I'm just telling you. Know, you. I, I didn't come here to get bullied yeah yes yes you did hey, every, you come here every thursday you're probably right <laughs> uh let's see uh frankosaurus max frankosaurus <laughs> oh, well max that one i at least i'm, I'm almost there and you still don't know no no idea uh if we okay this is a long one so we're gonna read it really fast let's see how fast i can do like okay. my micro machines <laughs> reading all right say, does anyone know micro machines anymore no that was an old reference everybody's like i have no idea what josh is talking about uh if we're gonna make a deep run into the playoffs our defense is going to have to improve currently we've been giving up 2.1 goals over the last 10 games scoring seven in a game to offset that margin will surely help but i highly doubt that we will have to have a repeat of that gbs likes to have his outside backs involved in the attack which often leaves us exposed would holding those guys back more help out or will that hinder the attack too much i'd like to think that our front three could score one or two without everybody in the final third and without the backs out of position that would be help bring the goals against average from 2.1 to a more acceptable 0.5 I don't know what the question is, but <laughs> the defense shouldn't stay back. They should keep doing what they're doing. They're going to give up goals. You're going to need to outscore teams and win 3-2, 4-3. You, you, need, you need the offensive output from a Polenta, from a Rolf, zipping in balls, making it happen, uh, opening up space for Pavone. Pavone is opening up space for those uh, defenders to overlap. So I think I think the style is having the defenders pull forward. At this point in the season, you're not going to change tactics and ask them to stick back. You're just going to have to outscore teams. Let's see. I had questions in there from uh, Great Spirit 62, Vapor 4, LA Galaxy's Edge, because I think I missed some of these and people are yelling at me in the chat room. Um, just want to make sure I got all of them. So Frank what Reddit's Max. for. Yeah, I know. It's, I, I, I just, I'm going to get downvoted whenever I go back in there next time. That's how <laughs> it goes. Uh, if you don't think, uh, my answer to that question, the, the last one was that uh, if the Galaxy are who they are and they're not going to change and don't try to change them and just try to work with what you have and yeah. if 
if you win seven to two, then keep going for that yeah. seven to two. I was and, say, isn't that what I said? Yeah. Are you just agreeing I, with me? I don't care. Whatever. Um, <laughs> let's see. There's a couple of these ones uh, from Danger TRL. Is Diego Polento one of the best defenders in Major League Soccer? Yes. Is Perry Kitchen out for the season? I, he, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. He's got a pelvis, pelvis check. Pelvis check. Pelvis check. Um, has the Galaxy front office confirmed if Galaxy 2 are moving down a division to USL League 1? You don't have the answer to this. <laughs> There's no official confirmation from that. I asked it's above today. my pay grade. Yeah. I, I, I asked today. It's still not there. Uh, and then finally, uh, let's see. Sloffy Savage 27 says, is Gonzalez signed past this year? We expect that he was signed past this year. The Galaxy spent a lot of money to get him. There's a good chance he's on a two-year contract with an option a yeah. club option and whenever so, someone comes mid-season expect that there is at least one more one more year tacked on yeah it seems that way and so uh so that's what it seems with uh with people and i would imagine that he is back next year so but i also um, want to go back to g2 i think dropping down a division would be a good thing for them yeah in the usl one yeah usl seems to be a, a little bit above uh when you're bringing in players from the academy, it doesn't seem like they're quite at that level. It just doesn't it doesn't fit the goals. In USL yeah. Championship, they're trying to win the yeah. championship. Th- those are, are pro teams, you know, trying to win. You're that's, right. That's not what LA Galaxy yeah. 2 is trying to do. They're yeah. trying to develop talent for the senior team, and so yeah. it makes sense for them to drop down. I actually do expect that to happen, by the way. All right. Um, hmm. You want to get to this game preview? Of course. Are you? Are you? Uh, I didn't. You I didn't know. prep. I didn't because I, I prepped. I, I, I always prep. I'm just gonna let you do these. I mean, all right. I, everybody voted last well, time. I'm pretty sure I lost. No, I think you won the last one. Probably. And so you know, like the galaxy, they get stagnant. You know, you caught me on an off week in Colorado, uh, but I feel like I brought it this week. So yeah. so we'll see if I redeem myself. Well, that sounds very ballsy, and I don't <laughs> know that I agree with any of it. All right, uh, here we go. LA Galaxy facing off against Montreal Impact September 21st, 2019, 7:30 p.m. kickoff time. Here is your dramatic intro from Eric the Portuguese Hammer. This Saturday, your Los Angeles Galaxy will take on Le Impact de Montreal in the penultimate regular season home match at Dignity Health Sports Park. The Galaxy are coming off their biggest win of the season where they tallied seven goals, including a record-breaking hat-trick from the Lion of Los Angeles, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Speaking of God himself, Zlatan just sits two goals back in the MLS Golden Boot Race, and he will look to poutine a few more goals when the smug French Canadians come into town. Additionally, the impact boasts a poor 4-10-2 road record. It's something that their Prime Minister cannot be proud of. It's sad, but it's true though. The Montreal roster looks imposing, and we will find out if they are for real or if they are Francophonies. The Galaxy will need a solid performance from our Mounties of defense, Daniel Stairs and Diego Polenta. With Rolf Felcher suspended, we'll see who GBS picks to fill in in hopes that Montreal won't expose them. So put your Molsons on ice and tune in to Spectrum Sportsnet this Saturday at 7.30 p.m. If you want to say that the LA Galaxy are peaking at the right time, all alouette. Wow. Puns. Wow. Canadian nope. puns. That was good. Lots of them. Lots of them. <laughs> I, want some, I want some poutine now, though. Some poutine, yeah. I mean, poutine, a few more goals. I, I was proud that was of that good. one. There, you're getting it. There's, you know, again, the delay is nice because <laughs> it, allows, it allows me at least to, you know, to, you know, to really enjoy that. Anytime we can, you know, have at it with some French-Canadian banter, I'm, I'm always here for it. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. By the way, somebody just said, is, is the hammer Portuguese? <laughs> well, I mean, let the sticker tell you. <laughs> Let the sticker t- let the sticker tell you. 
I don't. Yes. I, I don't. I don't know if that's a lot. I don't. That's sort of like, do you know who I am? No. That's come on. That, that's exactly what that was. I don't know. Wow, your head's getting pretty big in here. It is. It is. I need to be knocked down a peg. Uh, the LA Galaxy coming into this game, fourteen three and three. Montreal eleven sixteen and four. The Galaxy ten four and one for thirty one points at home. And then of course you have Montreal, who are just four ten and two on the road, fourteen points total from that. The last five games, the LA Galaxy one win, two losses, two draws for five points. Montreal, not any better, though. One win, three losses, one draw for four points. However, they are coming off of a Canadian Championship one nothing win first leg uh, against Toronto FC that they hosted in Montreal midweek. Now, do you know who the starting goalkeeper was midweek? I, I, I actually, I go tell everybody Clement who Clement Diop, that's a right. blast from the past. I so, saw that. Yeah, I, I don't that. know that we can expect him in LA this this weekend, no. but uh, you know, kind of fun to see on the roster. Yeah, it it was interesting. Uh, if you go back to the Cincinnati game, you can see Bush in there and sort of see how they're going to line up a little bit more. Um, Arudi, Piatti, um, what is it, Tidare? Yeah, Tidare um, is their leading scorer. Uh, you know, they have uh, Boyan, you know, who's someone who they hyped up, a, play, a new player that they got. Uh, Bakari Sang is there in defense. So when you look at their roster, uh, it looks dangerous. You know, you say, you know, they got some solid defenders. They have some good offensive talent. Piatti obviously coming off injury. So you say, you know, maybe this roster makes me a little nervous. But when you look at the form guide, you know, they haven't won away since May. And so I, I, I just don't picture Montreal after a midweek game traveling, you know, across the continent. Uh making a splash here again all that being said who knows yeah after a 7-2 win and you're riding sky high who knows which galaxy team is going to show up uh but you know if the the roster is the only thing that scares me they have a lot of talent there it just is this talent necessarily working together and uh you know quote unquote peaking at the right time um montreal has a five hour and 55 minute flight from montreal to la uh, that is not a short flight. In fact, it's one of the longest road trips in the continental United States that you could actually make. Uh, Los Angeles is way far south and Montreal is way far north. I yeah. mean, and these are not on close. I mean, you can fly to the East Coast in right around five hours. Okay. So you're adding another hour onto basically a coast, an LA to New York yeah. flight is about five hours, five, maybe I think it's like four hours and 50 I was minutes. Say it's just under five hours. Yeah. Right? So, so looking at this is five hours and 55 minutes. That's what I, I looked up the, the timing. <laughs> and I, by the way, I, it said five hours and 15 minutes. And I realized I went LA to Montreal yeah, and that's a different flight. You know, that's can't, a, can't cross, cross the wind there. It's the, it's the, it's the jet stream. It's the jet stream. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I knew it. what it was, but I messed it up. Yeah. You're okay. the pilot. Yeah, I know. I was, and I even struggled to get it so it shows you what kind of pilot i am um so we'll see uh where we're going uh with that so again uh though i think the the interesting thing at least i thought it was interesting kevin stott your referee oh, for this game uh var by the way is edvin jurasevich uh who i know both of those guys had these names are made up yeah <laughs> that's they, there's no one in that var booth that's why we haven't seen var replays they're just making up names and put and putting them on the roster sheet i don't believe it it, it could not be uh this is stott's three he has 348 games under his belt 3.1 yellow cards 82 reds 95 penalties given in those 348 games i actually think that he's an okay game yeah, manager i think I, he is we know what we're getting i don't i don't think you're going to see anything ridiculous when you have that many games under your belt, there's going to be memories of him, him going Doing against your team. And yeah. there's going to be memories of him being fine. So I, I think refereeing should not be a factor this week. Uh, let's see the galaxy won the last meeting last year. There was a member. This is an Eastern conference team. So we only meet once. This was a game, by the way, that's lost on Ibrahim got a 41st minute red card for slapping, uh, Michael Petrasso. Uh, now Petrasso actually had his, I was like, Oh man, are they going to meet back up again? And stuff. I actually had to go look and he actually had his contract. Uh, uh yeah, he's working at a Tim Hortons now. <laughs> he might be, yeah. uh, but he had his contract terminated, uh, mutual termination at the end of, or actually just before the beginning of this season. So there won't, 
won't be any of that. Um, no rematch there, but the slap, the stomp, uh, none of that will be there. Uh, so I expect that Zlatan Ibrahimovic will probably uh, still be able to survive in this. The Galaxy will have more players on yellow card warning, so that's something to watch um, as we go in. As Eric mentioned, uh, you have Rolf Felcher, who will be suspended for this game because of yellow card accumulation. Um, so we'll see if it is uh, what who so, sort of puts in there. I mean, I was gonna say. So, so what's your what's your lineup? Is it a one for one swap? Yeah, for Araujo. Yeah, I'm done. Yeah, that's it. I, I don't sounds, touch it. Yeah, you leave Romney out left, Polentin and and Daniel in the middle, and Araujo. I think I think that makes the most sense. If if you get funky with it, uh, you know, you put Polenta out left, you put Pipo, and then you shift Romney out out to the right. But Romney hasn't been a consistent right back out there, although he 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 did well. So I think you keep him on the left. You leave it mostly unchanged. Uh, yeah, and and we'll see if uh, how that goes. Here's uh, Jonathan Dos Santos on keeping the momentum. He says uh, uh, we have to continue with the same dynamic. The team is doing well, feeling confident. We know we haven't had a regular season, but the most important thing is the end of the season. We are doing well. We are working hard. It doesn't mean we will relax because we scored seven goals our last game. We know we will be playing another final, so we will try to win as always. Uh, when asking about the morale uh, in terms of how much the morale has improved since that Sporting Kansas City game, uh, Jonathan Dos Santos says that that was very important playing at home in front of our fans it's always important to win to continue to adding points uh, we know that every game we have left is like a final and we know that Montreal is also fighting for a playoff spot so it will be an intense game we will be playing in front of our fans in our home and we have to win the three points and I, I just want to interject there this this past weekend and I think Central American Appreciation Night was a factor the, the fans were absolutely rocking in the stadium. I, one of the best games atmosphere wise that I've been to this season. Uh, so those of you, if you think atmosphere has an impact on the players, Jonathan Dos Santos said it right there, and the fans definitely brought it this past Saturday. Uh, they asked, how much more confident is he on the team? And he says, a lot more confident. The fact that we won 7-2 the last game, that we played well, that the team was 100%. Seeing the team in this level is very important. I also feel very good physically. I feel great, even though I played a lot of games. Like I said, the team's confidence now is a lot better than two weeks ago. Um, so let's see on the four remaining games and the pressure that they're facing. He goes, the fact that we have those four games left in the regular season, we have to secure them to get in the playoffs. Our biggest hope is to get in the playoffs. The, cl the club hasn't made the playoffs in some time, and we will keep our same mentality as always the same as every game. Sometimes games go your way and sometimes they don't. But whenever the team plays, we go out and try to get the three points and play our game. We never wait for our rival. Um, let's see. The only thing he else, they all, these are all good cliche. You yeah. Know, well, quotes. yeah, I mean, they he's, say what they're supposed on. to say. They yeah. were talking about Zlatan being the best and you know, he's like, yeah, duh. Look at the stats. That's a, he, that's a paraphrase. He, and I was going to say, and Zlatan's not going to tell you otherwise. No, and Zlatan <laughs> shouldn't tell you otherwise. Yeah. Yeah, so that's fair. It's 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 one of those. So we'll uh, we'll take a look at that and uh, and see how these guys do. Again, uh, LA Galaxy versus the Montreal Impact. I don't change the lineup. You don't fix what ain't broke. Uh, but you are gonna have to rotate. Yeah, I was Belcher gonna say out. you technically have to change it. Yeah. Prediction? Um, do you ever you want to know what five thirty eight says, Josh? Uh, yeah. Tell right. me about five thirty eight. LA Galaxy sixty three percent chance to win. Uh, nineteen percent chance for a tie and eighteen percent chance for a Montreal win. So that's about a ten percent higher chance than they had to beat SKC. They're heavier favorites to beat Montreal. Hmm. That travel really hurts. Yeah. I think the Galaxy win this game 3-1. You stole my prediction. That's what I have. I have 3-1. Defense is definitely going to let in a goal. Because <laughs> they're, they're good for letting in a goal, but I think uh, Montreal is good for letting in goals as well. They are who we thought they were. <laughs> all right? That's who the LA Galaxy are. They are who we thought we are. We know what they are. They'll score a lot of goals. They'll do their stuff. 
Um, but when you look at this, they're going to concede. They're going to ship some goals. It's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, there's going to be some breakdowns. There's going to be a whole bunch of stuff to sort of look at. And whenever that happens, you, you understand that that's, that's this LA Galaxy team. Good times. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, <laughs> I agree. Okay. It is what it is. They are who we thought they were. Yeah. They're, they're going to let in a goal and they're going to push forward. So don't expect, you know, five defenders in the back. They're not going to go anything wild at home. They're going to push to score goals and they're just going to have to outscore Montreal. Oh, all right. There you go. Uh, LA Galaxy facing off against the Montreal Impact coming up 7.30 p.m. Kickoff time on Saturday. Game on Spectrum Sportsnet. Do not whine to me about it being blocked on ESPN+. Plus. <laughs> I'm done. This is a long season, and I know where the games are. You know where the games are, too. We, we also gave a shout-out to Reddit. You know, they had good questions earlier. Yeah. So if you're looking for a stream of the game, I don't know. Reddit might be a place Reddit where might you might look. You, they, know, they you might may or those. may not, you know, find a link there. Uh, you never know. Um, Again, I can't, I can't condone any you, of that. No, that's because that's illegal. You yeah, can't do that. You know, and if you're listening, you know, the fine okay. people at Spectrum Sportsnet, no one would ever really do that. I'm just kind of throwing it out there just because, you know, I, I saw it on TV once. Zlatan gets another hat trick. I feel it. I just, I just, I can't. 3-1? I can't, all three all Zlatan, three Zlatan goals? goals. And it, I mean, one of them is going to be ridiculous too. I'm just, it's. Oh, you're calling like a, a worldie. Something is, it's just in the air. You can say, you know what it is? I woke up this morning. It was a little chilly. <laughs> just a little chilly. The air was blowing, like the, the wind was blowing. It was coming in. I was like, oh yeah, you know, this is, this feels like it's, it's actually a thing. Um, and I feel like when fall ball is coming around, like the, it's yeah. just, that's when Zlatan's like, oh, I'm in. And, and I think you look at, uh, you know, whenever there's been a big game, he's always made these big pro- proclamations. And I think after the game saying, I'm the best player in the league ever, he's going to want to back that up the very next week. Uh, all right. There you go. You have it. You know, another <laughs> another COG in the bag. In the bag. Um, big reminder, 700 show coming up next Thursday. Still working on stuff. It's we'll a big you, one. We'll let you know. Should be a lot of fun. We'll, well, hopefully. We'll keep our fingers <laughs> crossed at least. I mean, you know, we'll try. We'll try. It could just be you and me talking and we're like, all right. And you know what? That'd be a very good 700 show. I don't, I don't think anyone's going to walk away disappointed with, if that's the case. I love how your microphone is decided to just like, oh, This is I'm the done. quality that 1426 <laughs> brings you. This gives you the microphone quality. This is right where 1426 needs to be. That's right. That's right. New soundboard. It's all those t-shirts. <laughs> I, I got to get that new soundboard. So. But, you know, before before we go away, I also want to give a shout out to everyone who stopped by for my, my video for the professional foul. That was fun. So, so you know, just a FYI, I, I'm 100% hedging when I say this, but this isn't a fully cooked idea. So we're, we're essentially shooting some pilots and getting some different ideas and fine tuning uh, to see what's going to work work best moving forward. But I'm just really excited and, and tickled that people would take the time to, to speak with me and, and, and come find me and, and do these post-game reactions and share their thoughts on the game and celebrate and, and sing and just have a good time. So it was a pleasure to be out there. So uh, look for me again. I'll be at the game and maybe the same meeting spot. Maybe I'll go somewhere else where we're fine-tuning what's going to work best. So I appreciate everyone who stopped by and everyone who took the time to, to watch the video and, and find me. All right. Uh, tell people where they can find you. I'm done. All right. You can find me at GIS Hammer on Twitter. The quest for 1K is still on. I'm at about 940, 950. So continue to follow if you're not already doing so. And then you could also follow me on Instagram at Galaxy Profile. That's Galaxy P-R-O-F-O-U-L. So you'll stay tuned for those post-game videos and that content that's going to be coming your way. All right. If you're looking for me on Twitter, it's at Jay Guessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N. And of course, head on over to at Galaxy Podcast, where you can find all of our, uh, our wonderful tweets about the LA Galaxy, plugging all the shows, giving you all the information that we can right there. So follow that on Twitter as well. Cornerofthegalaxy.com is where you can find uh, the t-shirts, the coasters, the stickers, all that fun stuff that's coming up. Make sure you check that out. Cornerofthegalaxy.com. Click the shop button. Our podcasts are there. Our videos are there. All that fun stuff is right there for you to find. Cornerofthegalaxy.com. All right. That does it. LA Galaxy. 
Galaxy Montreal Impact, 7.30 p.m. on Saturday night. We will see everybody there. For Eric the Portuguese Hammer, I'm Josh Gessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Have a great one, everybody. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everyone.